0: welcome everyone to the dcu soccer podcast um i'm joined again with dc united kingdom from twitter hello 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 yeah and also make sure you check out his podcast as well i do think you have a really exciting couple things coming down the pipeline did you want to talk a little bit about those things or hype up maybe uh, our
1: audience yeah so um for the next episode i've got a couple of them, whoa. I don't want to big it up too much, but uh, for me, it's going to be a couple of big guests. It's uh, it's going to be quite a different style of show from the previous ones. If you've ever listened to my podcast, uh, two guests. We're going to have a kind of a debate show because it's, they're not uh, DC United related. They are again uh, fans of our next opponents, Orlando City. So that's as we're recording this. That's going to be recorded tomorrow, and. We shall see how that goes, and hopefully, if you do tune in, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Check that out. And um, if I had
0: to guess, I guess you're having uh, Nani and, and Wayne Rooney on your show, so... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> everyone, just, you know, tune in. Couple of players. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. So I, start, I thought we would start talking this week about maybe the Women's World Cup because uh, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I mean, I've watched a few of the games. I think the first game I watched was the... Uh, england scotland game a few i think two what maybe two weeks ago yeah um which was interesting and then obviously the u.s pretty much <laughs> sending thailand back home oh. almost but yeah so yeah. curious like have you've watched any of the games like what, what have you been thinking um and maybe you've probably seen more of the england games than i have so maybe your perspective on how they're doing and
1: stuff like that yeah um i i'm, I'm gonna be honest here. i've actually watched more u.s games than i've watched england games <laughs> Believe it or not, I've actually been more interested in the in the US kind of things. But I did catch the England Scotland game. A lot of the games so far for this World Cup, I've actually been working whilst they've been on, so I haven't caught too many of them. But the England Scotland game was uh, it was a pretty decent one. It was closer than I was expecting. I thought in, I thought England would have been better, but you know, we won. Uh, that's what matters at the end of the day is how many goals you put into the net. And so far, I've been impressed with England so far. Phil Neville. Uh, he's kind of done some good things so far. It was a bit of a bit of a weird warm up session uh, time before the World Cup, but we've we've done well. I think we're starting to hit form at the right time. And then, as you said, USA absolutely destroying Thailand. And there was some some hit back on uh, on social media from it. Um, I think you might have, you probably saw about the celebrations and everything. What did you make of that?
0: Yeah, so um, that that's definitely been a big talking point, especially over here. Like, even in some of my social circles, like, it's starting to bleed in because typically around, like, in America, soccer typically hits, like, the mainstream when the World Cups come on, um, yep. both of them. And so those things were, were definitely swirling around. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell anyone not to celebrate, obviously. If it was me and me personally, subjectively, I would probably not have acted that way. But, I mean, I think a lot of it is, like, you know, a lot of writers and, and media people have been kind of saying, you know, are are the U.S. as good as it used to be? Are they going to go out there and do well? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, like, a lot of talk about Jill Ellis or maybe some of the, like, old, not necessarily too much of this, but some of the older players. And, like, yeah, so, I mean, kind of going out there with a bang. I think they were just, like, super excited and, and just ready yep. to.
1: So, yeah, I, I don't really know. It's... I don't know. What did you What did you think of it? I mean, when I I, I watched the full game uh, against Thailand, and when I was watching, I didn't feel like US were over celebrating too much, to be honest. So when it was all starting to kick off on social media about they shouldn't be celebrating this, that, and the other, I I was like, I was a bit taken aback by it. And then when you rewatch the celebrations, and then you you see the, the different sides of the arguments and things like that. And you see some people arguing that if it was the men's game, they would they wouldn't have celebrated as much. I don't. It's, it is a bit of a bit of a strange one to kind of say yes, they should have been celebrating or no, they definitely shouldn't, shouldn't have been because it it is a World Cup after all. Yes, the result was heavily one-sided, and at the end of the day, Thailand they're not f- full-time players, so yes, it's going to be one-sided. And hopefully, um, I can't remember who who the heck was it saying, was it Alex Morgan? Or was it the head coach? One of those those two. They came out and said that hopefully that result will actually make the Thai authorities actually go, you know what, we actually need to pump a bit more money into the Thai game and actually make sure that next time round it isn't as one-sided and actually it can be a lot closer. So yes, these results are going to pipe up every so often in the World Cup at the moment. But until more money goes into the game and I think another talking point with the US women's game is about the equal pay side of things. The more that becomes a bit more neutral, the game is going to get it's going to stay like this. And I think the women's game needs a bit more money worldwide. And I think the celebration part of it might actually kick things off. You know, I think it might be well be a good thing that this has happened.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think the the summary of how I feel is that I'm fine with how things went the whole game yep. like, and, and all the celebrations. But I mean, I wouldn't have done it, but again, uh, 7 billion people would react 7 billion different ways. So, Oh yeah. Me saying that I wouldn't celebrate thick, that doesn't necessarily mean that they shouldn't have or not. So, you know, I don't know. The- I think the, the, over, done the real thing is like, yeah, like it's going to be hard for Thailand who has like a private, I think this is what I understand is that they have mm. like a private benefactor who like, supports the team and gives the, yeah. the whole team jobs and so like that's great and obviously that's an awesome thing that they have someone like that but that's not sustainable like they need to have some more support from the country and the feder uh, like the federation there like yeah yeah so i'm hoping that they have something maybe they create like a league like a semi-pro league at least something like that but i did when i was watching that game like they kept showing the the poor uh child um crying did you see oh, that
1: i know they didn't show that over right kind of uh, yeah i guess that would have been too sad
0: yeah on our broadcast they just kept showing uh like uh a little um a little girl from thailand just kept kept crying and i guess her oh. mother's arms and it was just so sad oh and so then yeah you see kind of like, like i guess maybe like one of the reasons maybe you didn't see like have the impression of over celebrating is because the difference in broadcasting because it's yeah, kind of absolutely. hard when you're going back and forth between like like not overwhelming celebrations but like they were uh, animated and then the, the crying hmm. child like it could be perspective as well you know yeah so, i don't know yeah, absolutely but yeah again i think i'm totally happy with how we did that we celebrated and that's fine i think and yeah to Thailand got their first goal ever in a World Cup uh, yeah. I think, the next game so and they were all crying and that was that was awesome crying up happiness yeah. this time I guess yes um, yeah but yeah and so I've been watching uh, the USA games and trying to catch some like other ones too but it's hard because like there's also the Copa America and
1: Gold Cup yeah uh, which I want to talk about too have you been catching any of the Copa America or the Gold Cup I've only been catching up with some of the highlights online, and that's just because of the time difference, to be honest. it's uh, I, I would have a lot of late nights, and I don't think my missus would be too happy with that, to be honest. I think she would be probably kicking me out of bed so I wouldn't be able to sleep in, in the same bed as her anymore, I don't think. So I've been catching up with some some of the uh, highlights on it, and oh, speak of the devil, she's actually just uh, WhatsApp me. Hey, <laughs> And I've seen some of the, sort of the Brazil stuff. Why... Is a question why is japan in copper america so uh
0: japan and Qatar got invited they do they do this kind of stuff so i yeah. mean the u.s has been in it before uh like they they, they usually do in, they invite um some other nations usually um oh, right. yeah I, I didn't i don't read the like the, the like the how it all happens or how they select it but they typically have like guest nations um yeah, and so that also happens sometimes for the Gold Cup, I believe. Like, yeah. I believe some of the South American countries have played in the Gold Cup before. Uh, mm. I believe. Don't quote me because it's been a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't don't
1: Twitter me, everyone. But, um, now, the, now this is the yeah. time where you have to tweet them, saying that that never actually happens.
0: Yeah, uh, my Twitter is <laughs> at DC United Kingdom. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the the uh, Japan's actually been doing pretty decently, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. they had quite a decent result um, against Uruguay um, in that last match, I think it was or Yeah, they tied them two two, and honestly, Japan
0: deserved to win that game. Did um, they? It was, I think so. I mean, I always root for the underdogs, so maybe yeah, there's like that bias, but like yeah. they played pretty well. They attacked on the like a counter attack, and honestly, like. Uruguay had some chances, sure, but like it wasn't, it wasn't like you know forty, forty shots, you know. So yeah, I don't know. I was really rooting for them, but didn't end up happening.
1: Yeah, so far the the kind of the big shock result I've seen from Copa America was the Brazil-Venezuela game. The fact that 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 was that ended in a nil-nil tie, and yet I think oh, I've just pulled up the stats from the game. Brazil had nineteen shots on goal, but only managed one on target it's just yeah yeah i was i was just reading up on it and i I was i think that was the game where there was three var decisions that went against brazil and all to venezuela which is just it is absolutely crazy for that to happen in one game i've never i don't think i've seen three var decisions go against one team in one game before yeah
0: i mean i also like venezuela because junior Moreno's there but of course yeah um yeah, I think that was a, a. I think they're doing really well. Like, I think, I mean, obviously they beat the U.S. in a friendly. That doesn't matter that much, I guess, for them. But like, hmm. they've been playing pretty well, I think. And so I've been watching their stuff and, and rooting for them. Um, and they're playing like I think maybe even right now. But they they might advance if they if they win today. I think that'd be great. And also uh, Joseph Martinez from Atlanta's on that team. Yeah. And so I think just having like these MLS players, it's like. Like playing in a lot of these games is, is good for the league and and for our teams. Um, yeah. Especially Junior Moreno, like even when he played against Argentina in the friendly, like a uh, like in the March uh, international window or whatever. Yeah. Just seeing like pictures of him like uh, like tackling Messi or like <laughs> right next to Messi was like <laughs> this is so crazy, right? Like yeah. Um, but it yeah, had- I also seen a lot of like the Argentina not doing so well and being beat mm. by Colombia and losing. I think they lost, so they lost their first game in a Copa America, and I think that's like the first time it's
1: ever happened in some crazy yeah. amount of time or something. So it's crazy. Yeah, as it stands at the moment, was we're recording, uh, Venezuela are actually beating Bolivia one nil as we speak. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and Junior Moreno has started that game, um, and I'm amazed that. Uh, well, you've got Solomon Rondon, who's uh, currently plays for West Brom at, uh, up top, and I still can't believe Josh Newcastle. Been, He's at Newcastle. He, uh, he's not. He's gone back to West Really? Rome. Yeah, he's only he was only on loan there. Oh um, man! But they are trying to sign him um, on a permanent basis. So we'll see what happens on that one. Um, but yeah, Joseph Martinez starts on the bench again, which is just bizarre for me. It's I I would have thought they would have started him. In the, his goal-scoring goal sco- record and, M- and MLS is just outstanding. And Rondon, he's not. An, he never scores a lot of goals. And, yeah, just, it baffles me, that one. And then in the other game that we've got going on, uh, Brazil are beating uh, Peru 1-0, as we speak.
0: I've I've watched Rondon play, what, yeah, I guess when he was at loan. I didn't even know he was on loan uh Newcastle. I thought he was just there. But when I'm yeah. like, so I'll check out like when Almiron's playing or whatever, just to, be, yeah. like, just to watch or whatever, because it's Newcastle. But uh, I didn't think he ever did terribly or that well kind of thing. But I think maybe the calculus there is like, his competition is obviously a, a couple steps above the MLS defend defenders, so maybe yeah. that's like the thing. He's also kind of it kind of feels like a different type of player uh, than Martinez.
1: Yeah, but he's more he's more of a um I would say more of a bit more of a target man hold up type of player. Yeah, hold up, yeah. And Martinez is more like or traditionally has
0: been more like poacher kind of like yeah like yeah. ish kind of thing. So maybe that's part of it. But he does get off the bench in a lot of the games, so yeah.
1: Yeah, it'd be be nice to see him do well, especially from a uh, MLS point of point of view. For sure, for sure, and like definitely
0: because everyone down there knows, like, especially obviously in Venezuela, but like even in like other parts of South America, that Joseph Martinez had that crazy year last year. So yeah. But yeah, and also I've been watching uh, Almiron play. F- uh, there he had this crazy game against uh, for Paraguay. I don't remember who they played, and I don't know why I can't mm. remember. But he was <laughs> he had a crazy game, and that was pretty uh, pretty cool to see as well. But yeah, I've been watching a lot of the Colombia games too because my girlfriend is from Colombia, and oh, right. they seem to be doing well. It's hard to really say because like Argentina's not particularly playing that well, and so it's like yeah, yeah you beat Argentina, but they're also not like. <laughs> They're not, like, the favourites at this point, right? They're not the top. Um, no. And, and they drew
1: against like. Paraguay, they've only got one point. Yeah. That's insane. That's yeah. genuinely surprising, that. It's a wow. messy
0: curse because you just can't.
1: No. Can't,
0: it's like it, something's up.
1: Yeah. They're below Qatar in the group. Which I think is exciting, but I'm yeah, not sure that they will that, <laughs> Yeah, obviously anyone from Argentina is going to think, what the heck? But, yeah, that's Fire just... That's insane. I just... Oh, that, I'm genuinely shocked by that. You will probably tell. Flippin' eh? Oh well, there we go. Gold Cup. Should we talk about that? Absolutely. <laughs> That's just started, hasn't it? Um, who, when when are you guys playing? Is it tonight that you're playing Trinidad, or is that tomorrow? It's tonight. I'm excited. Tonight. I'm really excited. Yep. Yeah. How well, are you going to get on on that one then?
0: Yeah. So yeah, like I mentioned, I'm gonna ha- this one. I think I'm gonna be in a bar <laughs> because yeah. I'm I, I'm either gonna be because like again, like they they. We had that game and and they beat us and we didn't make the World Cup so there's a little bit of that and yeah. I think I think it's weird because there's part of like the the soccer quote unquote media like in the in our country like playing that up and then yeah. the other the other half is like being like oh like the, no like it's totally different like we need to get over it. like they totally playing it down and so it's just interesting because like for me I feel like I don't want to play it up but it's also like no we I really want to make an impact here because. Yeah. It, this is a way of not showing... It doesn't matter about anyone else in the world, honestly. Like, I don't really care what, you know, people think about how we're doing or what we're doing, honestly, too much. I mean, I want to perform. I want to do it on the field. Like, losing yeah. to Trinidad shows people in America that we're not taking this seriously, and, like, it exposed a lot of the issues that... A lot of the red flags that had been showing in the last, like, in the World Cup qualifying and, like, even a little bit before that, Yeah. like, it exposed that. And so this would be a good match to be like, okay we're better than we were, we're taking this seriously, we're moving on in a positive direction, we don't have to worry about that. And like, even like some of the other podcasts, like soccer podcasts, or like other media members, like, it took them a long time to even mention that loss, because that's how big of a thing it was. It was like, this is unprecedentedly bad for like everything in America for soccer, like it's, it was not good. And and a lot of them have special code names for it. And like, you know, so it's, I just want to get over it. I just yeah. want to be past it,
1: you know. Yeah, I suppose it's it's one of the things. I you, once you've you've kind of avenged that defeat in a way. but Yeah, uh, I um, I think we're gonna do fine.
0: I mean, we beat yeah. Guyana four zero which sure that's not like the toughest opponent ever <laughs> but like we played fine I think we didn't play great great uh Paul Irola did get a goal which I was yeah cheering very loudly for in my apartment at yeah. 12 or whatever the other thing is yeah the time is terrible it's awful it? yeah because it starts at like 10 o'clock and I'm like are, are, you, I'm, are you talking in the morning or in the evening in the evening. What? Yeah. So like, what? I don't know what they're doing because like, and maybe there's a reason for this, and I just don't know. And I'm sorry <laughs> for the Gold Cup <laughs> organizers, but like, it's genuinely hard to like work and then yeah. like s- stay up till ten, and then and then have that emotional roller coaster of your team playing, and then try to go to bed at like twelve thirty, whatever it is, and then wake up again at seven, eight to go to work. It's
1: like, yeah. Uh but now you now you know how I feel when I'm watching d c Nis yeah, I know, I
0: know. <laughs> for sure, except it's a little worse for you but but, like yeah, it just feels so unnecessary, you know, it feels like yeah. even for us, like it's so unnecessary, like why, especially, I don't know, I don't know, it's just they are doing double headers, which may be part of it, so like what they've right. been doing is, yeah, you the first team will play at like whatever eight. Yeah, And then they'll have every for the next team come out and, like, so, yeah, I get it. Like, if you're playing in a different time zone than the East Coast, like, that's maybe six or seven. Yep. People are getting off of work. Like, so, yeah, okay, but 10 o'clock is late for a... That, that is ridiculously late, that is. Yeah, it's, it's not great. And then, but, yeah, I mean, I thought... So did you catch the uh, Guyana-USA uh, game after, like, see the highlights or the discussion or whatever?
1: Yeah, so I kind of... Um... Was kind of watching Paul Ariola's goal on repeat a little bit because it w- it was a nice little well taken goal that was I thought nice nice finish into the into the top corner and yeah yeah well it it was just it was a well worked goal that one I thought it, to be honest I've I have did not really catch much else of it um I, as soon as I saw Ariola score I was like yeah let's let's get that on there let's get that on the uh, old uh, app and see how that went down. So it's kind of one of these things where, again, over here, it's not really well publicized. And it's unless I'm literally looking through the MLS app, I won't actually see that much of it. You don't see it on BBC Sports. You don't see it on Sky Sports. it's It's a tough one to keep a real good track on. And I think that's probably where I'm letting myself down a little bit there. So I will make an endeavor when I'm guessing we probably will record another podcast fairly soon, I will make sure I will watch more Gold Cup games for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, this was Guyana, too. So it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't like a a super crazy game. I definitely if if we do end up making the final and we play Mexico, I think that would be like the one to watch. Yeah. Um, And maybe I don't know how the brackets end up. But like if we play, you know, Costa Rica, they're another pretty solid team. I think they're typically like the third best team in CONCACAF uh, and they're relatively strong so yeah if we play any of those games like that those should be pretty good soccer games and not just like yeah we're playing a bunch of like uh, league five players from England (laughs) (laughs) because because, yeah I guess there's there was some kind of I guess imperial relationship between Guyana and England Mm. and and the Dutch at some point something happened (laughs) um, and so a lot of their players are like English uh, like in the very low English leagues which is pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, it does make for an interesting uh, squad, let's put it that way. Oh, there we go. I've I'm I'm literally just watch, rewatched watched the uh, Paul Ariola goal there. What a lovely finish.
0: Yeah, it was great. And I thought uh, we have a quote-unquote new winger, Tyler Boyd, who's changed yes. his allegiance. thought he played absolutely amazing. I thought he did yeah. well in the Venezuela game too. Uh, for I mean, well, quote-unquote. <laughs> <laughs> because we did terribly in those friendlies, but yep. yeah, he, he strikes me as a guy kind of like Paul Ariola, but like, uh, I guess like a little stronger, and like, his service is a tad bit better, Yeah. but yeah, it's really exciting, and like, apparently he's getting a, uh, like, there's a bunch of rumors about him getting a really big new deal for one of the, the top teams in Turkey, and so, yeah, it's kind of exciting, it's kind of exciting to have like, these players who you've never heard of, and they've, they're like 26, and like, yeah, you've never heard of them, but then they they come in and make an immediate impact or, like, show some hope, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I thought a lot of the—honestly, I might rant a little bit, but, like— <laughs> Go for I it. I love seeing Paul Ariola do well because people in MLS Twitter and, like, the social media are, like, so down on him and so hard on him, and I think he's done so well. And there's a little bit of my DC United bias, sure, but, like, yeah. if you look at— even the Venezuela game, even like, you know, people are saying he did so badly. And I'm like, yeah, he didn't do that great. But like, he was by far our most dangerous player. And like, he scored a couple goals for us in like, you know, last year. And like, I think he's doing really well. I don't know what else these, these people really want to ask of him. I think he's yeah. fitting the system perfectly. I think he's by far our most dangerous attacking player. And Tyler Boyd there too, I guess, uh, and the most recently, but like, I don't know. I think a lot of people are still stuck up on yeah that Trinidad game and he was on the field. So, yeah, it's just it's frustrating because like it, it kind of feels honestly like these players get above 23 and then everyone's like, oh, they're the problem, you know, and it's just like, yeah, but we can't feel the team of 16 year olds, you know,
1: so. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You, you, you've got to have some kind of experience in there because even, even if they've gone through gone through bad times they can lend their hands to try and avoid those bad times again so yeah it's yeah, kind of, it, he's he's 25 or something like he's not he's, <laughs> he's not old yeah, yeah no. i know
0: it's like oh god
1: yeah it, it's you the, you've got to kind of temper those expectations a little bit because it, it, from the outside from my point of view anyway it feels like the us soccer has gone through a bit of a transitional period right now And yeah, there's going to be some low points in that World Cup uh, game against uh, Trinidad. That was an extremely low point, but surely things are going to get it can only get better. And looking from at some of the young young players that are coming through in the team, things are going to get better. So and we look can kind of compare it to England in a way where we've always had these huge expectations. The media players are. And then when we don't do so well, it it just goes down the drain, and they get absolutely beaten in the press and everything. And then over the last sort of eighteen months in the world, the uh, 2018 World Cup, and Gareth Southgate just kind of brought these youngsters through. There was somehow there was less expectation on him because they were so in, inexperienced, and then you could see actually that there was very little pressure on the players and the country got eventually managed to get behind them. And it was actually, it was a great World Cup from even though we lost, we came fourth overall. It, it was kind of like, you know what? We've got quite a few good years ahead of us and that's going to be a really good thing. So, And I think US fans in general should start to get a bit like that over the next 12 months, I would say. Just think, actually, we've got these really good youngsters coming through. Things are going to actually look really good for us and the next World Cup we should do really well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think, yeah, England definitely has a lot of those youngsters, like, I mean, even like Jadon Sancho, uh, Phil Foden, I guess, even like a lot of talent that are playing like or coming off the bench or getting minutes in even like the FA Cup. I know Foden played. I remember watching the the Man City, uh, Newport County game (laughs) on that terrible field. (laughs) It was like, oh, my God. But yeah, so. Yeah, we do have a lot of young players coming up, and I think, I mean, 25, like, I get it, but, like, that's still he's, hitting their prime, hit their prime,
1: they're doing fine, and yeah. I think, I, you know, I don't know. I was just said that I think for Ariola in general, because, yeah, he is 25, he's probably still another three, four years away from hitting absolute prime, and so the, he's still got plenty of time to develop his game. And actually become a a fantastic player for the national team.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I mean, I think DC is a great place, uh, or MLS in general, is a great place for someone like that. I mean, he's also played in Mexico, which is a little bit, you know, 10, 20, 30% uh, better competition depending um yeah. so i mean he's 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 a solid player and like and i also don't understand the like you know i don't know like the the like hoping your team does bad so they replace certain people it's like you're either a fan or you're not right like, yeah i don't know and and if anyone listening is upset that i'm saying that that's fine and i'm it's just my opinion again but like yeah i really try to find the like the silver lining at least you know or just at least like support the guys because they're not you know they're also risking you know getting injured or like you know something happened to them to be out there and, and play for our country in the gold cup which a lot of players from a lot of other countries decided not to or decided they were too good for or like so i Ronald mean Vela. yeah we've got a name names there yeah uh, nevas know, from costa rica i think that one didn't go over that well see he's a very good keeper yeah but he sh- he shouldn't just the thing is this is how I feel about it, and this doesn't really matter, but, like, (laughs) if you're going to deny call-ups and you're going to continue to do it, like, just retire from international play, right? Like, and maybe it's just because I've never been in that position, and sure, I don't have the perspective, but, like, it feels like a very natural thing because then no one will be mad at you because you you won't be called up.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that that is the case. Uh, I was just going to say, surely getting a call-up for the national team should be a massive honour.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's one of those things where, like, they want to keep the door open if they end up making, like, the World Cup next time. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but anyway, so, I mean, like, you can't be too hard on either side. Like, fine. Like, you don't want to play. You don't want to do it. That's fine, too. But, like, I do think it's, we have to support even players like Zardes. Like, yeah. Zardes is a very interesting player. I think, you know, he's definitely not our top striker in the country for sure. Yeah. Um, But, like, I'm not going out there being like, I hope he does bad so that, you know, whatever, whatever. No, like, I want him to do well. I want our country to do well. And did you see the highlight of his goal? Oh yeah, that was funny. that was <laughs> that was the most
1: Zardes goal I've ever seen. Like he I just kind of happens to be in place and then gets hit by stuff. It's just you've got to be in the right place at the right time, and that is the sign of a good striker, actually. Yeah, that's that's true. But, I mean, uh, it's 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 a very random place to be at the right time. But my God, that was a, a nicely headed goal. Yeah, there was no way anyone
0: was gonna say that. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I mean, I I support him. I think. I mean, I'm I'm also excited to see Altador get back. Uh, he is our best striker. So
1: really, we should. Yeah, he is. <laughs> wow. I I I I to be honest. Um. Again, th- this is going to be biased view for me because um, he played for a rival team, one of the rivals for my t- uh, English team. Anyway, I thought he was just shocking. I I reckon USA have got better strikers than Altador. Even this is going to be controversial i reckon Zardes is better uh so it's it's complicated but basically it
0: also like different people hate him different people like him i like him i think on the international level he has done an amazing job and i'm not saying he's our best striker ever or anything like but he's done a he's he's done a really good job over the yep. years, right? He's also been a disappointment, and sometimes, obviously, like yep. a couple times. But like it, just his experience, and even in Toronto this year, like he's doing pretty well when he
1: can stay healthy. He yep. did not do well in Europe. Um, no, not at all. I he played for Sunderland. And would you like to know his uh, appearance to goal stat? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for Sunderland, uh, between the years of 2013 and 2015, he played 42 times, scored once. Yikes! Yeah, they yeah. they hate him. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, and and then he was on loan at Hull at one point uh, from when he was playing at V VRL. Uh, 28 games played for Hull and scored once. Yeah, he did. Uh, a lot of, that happens. Honestly, that
0: happens. Like you have the the people who succeed and do really well, like the Clint Dempseys, the yeah. Tim Howards did, you know, obviously. And then you have, like, the, the people who don't succeed in Europe but still perform really well in our national team and even in, uh, like, World Cups. So it's, like, mm. it's weird. And I don't really understand why. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess yeah. he's just kind of, like, it's just kind of the state of our pool right now. Like, I think Sargent will get there. I don't think Zardes is the future. Um, we, we don't tend to produce... A, a wide, like a uh, like a, a truly uh, like good depth in the attacking, yeah, like the strikers, those kind of roles, and even like the number tens, a really weakness for us. You but well yeah, he's keepers, our though. best option right now. Yeah, we have, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: great. You have some some great keepers, and you've had some great keepers like Casey Callow, I remember back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have Brad Friedel as well, and then Tim Howard. You've got Bill Hamid, obviously. Ethan Hovarth as well, uh, Zach Steffen. What is it with Americans and b- producing incredible keepers?
0: Yeah, I mean, even even not anymore, or like not even remotely close to now. But like Guzan did have really good times, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as well as bad recent times, <laughs> sure. But like he had some good years and and yeah. and performing um, in, in a couple of places. And like honestly, I even remember. I, like the best goalkeeping performances I remember seeing in person was Nick Raimondo back in the day with DC oh. United, just like, yeah, you, you were like, this guy is 10 foot nine or 10 foot, five foot nine. <laughs> um, but he can jump and just save anything. It was just crazy. Yeah. And I, and then I remember uh, after him, Troy Perkins uh, for DC. Oh. um, He was, he was okay, but I, I I liked watching him too. I thought he was a cool guy. I think he yeah. became like a real estate uh, person or something, but I thought he did well, you know. But yeah, Nick Romando was always one of the people who I was like, he always he he was on the national team like a lot yeah. of people are, but he was one of those like rotational players like that'll come in like, you know, January camp or like uh or like for for friendlies or, or whatever. Um, not too many of the competitive games uh as like a starter of course, but like yeah. I always thought he deserved more chances, and so like. He was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, Bill Hamid's coming close. Bill Hamid's a amazing goalkeeper too, who I guess is never going to get an opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. But I feel so sorry for Bill Hamid. It's just, I, I just don't understand what he can do more now to get into that national team. It is just bizarre.
0: Yeah, I guess the only thing he can do now is just, I guess, just be quiet and and just keep performing and yeah. and kind of just let it, whatever happens happens. I think that's kind of his mentality at this point um kind yeah. of just like do he's always been like the kind of guy who will just fight and fight and fight and like do his best so he's always going to do that but i don't yeah. think like i don't think he's got it i don't think he should worry too much about the national team i think i don't know i think he just it's it's upsetting i I honestly think that he would have been on the preliminary roster if he hadn't have made those comments about i guess brad guzan and then the other one about like i'm better than all those keepers kind of things so yeah yeah, it's it's frustrating, but but yeah. So anyway, the Gold Cup, it's happening. We're playing Trinidad Tobago tonight. Yep. I'm hoping we crush them. <laughs> yep. But but yes. Yeah, so oh yeah, and then I guess uh, Pulisic did pretty well in the last game, and I did see that uh, like we talked about, I think a little bit that uh, sorry did move to
1: Juventus. It is. Yes.
0: Which I thought is kind of crazy for a, a ver- various different reasons. Like,
1: but he I guess had, I don't he know. Couldn't have done any better. Last season, to be honest, I mean he won well, obviously he won the Europa League, which is first is his first ever trophy, so congratulations for him to do that. But then he finished third in the in the Premier League, which is just absolutely fantastic, I and mean, will take uh, Man City and Liverpool out with it because they had an absolute insane season. The fact that he's finished the best out of the rest of that league, and they still allowed him to go, it was just bizarre. I think. I think a, a player power might have play, um, had something to say in that, especially when uh, the keeper Kepa um, refused to be substituted in, that, in the cup final. That was.
0: I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think that I think that was a bit of a turn-in point because the, I think the fans started to turn on him there as well. I think they were already starting to turn on him because his style of play didn't suit them, but when kepper was just like Nah, i'm not coming off i think mean, that's probably when there was like yeah he's he's lost lost the dressing room a little bit and he just needs to be gone um which is a shame because like i said he's had a really good season
0: yeah i also like i i don't know why but like i kind of like him i don't like i think he's cool i'm not cool but like <laughs> i just kind of like that like well i think the thing was did you see the like the video of him getting like his medal for after winning the europa league
1: he was so chuffed, wasn't he? He was so pleased yeah, with
0: that. Yeah, it was. It was like, oh my god, this is kind of cute. Like, yeah. Like, and like, I saw, like, had
1: my heart kind of melted, like a little bit. Did you see the cigar he pulled out afterwards as well? I did not, but I can imagine. <laughs> oh, it was the chunkiest cigar I have ever seen, and you just saw um and Hazard and I think it was David Luiz just look at him, and you just saw their eyes just literally go so wide, You're like, oh wow, that's yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, he has a he has a uh, I guess a tobacco thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, he does a little bit. I think probably one of the reasons why he's gone back to Italy is the fact that they can smoke on the sidelines again. Yeah, yeah, um, or I, yeah, uh, uh, like, <laughs> or or the fact that it's Juventus and it's a huge team as well. I think that's probably played a part as well.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's it's an opportunity for sure, and like he's proven himself in that league in in, in certain ways. So I mean, getting third in the Premier League and winning the Europa League is. Kind of like amazing, <laughs> like it's yeah. not shouldn't be frowned upon, and I guess also like Europa League is not like it's not easy to win. There's it's not like obviously it's not the Champions League, but it's it has a lot of great teams. I mean, yeah, um, like like Arsenal didn't play that well this year, but like they're not a bad team either, honestly. Like yeah. so it's like I don't know. I I will, I guess yeah the the fans and the owners didn't necessarily like I guess see eye to eye with him, but. I just hope uh, whatever happens, it's okay for Pulisic. I think, I guess Lampard, Frank Lampard is being
1: rumored. Um, Yeah, that's it. I think that's going to be pretty much a foregone conclusion now from what I've been reading up on it. I think they're just in the final stages of uh, agreeing the compensation now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess to me, it makes zero sense uh, considering like, I mean, not zero sense, but like, he's what, how many, like how long has he been coaching? He was at Derby, Derby now, but like, that, that's his first season yeah like so yeah like he hasn't really coached that much oh, yeah i was gonna say one or two seasons like he's not yeah. i mean it's not that he didn't do well he did well like yeah. i mean he didn't, he didn't get
1: promoted but like he was close got to the playoff final which i've got a huge experience of watching the championship now um since my team is in the championship and that it's a difficult league to get out of and he was what 90 minutes away from doing it i think he's done well and it, if he does get the Chelsea job, it'll be great to see a young English manager coming through and being in the Premier League with a top side. But it's a bit of it is a bit of a strange choice if they do go down that route because they're a big team, and to go with someone so inex inexperienced, it it just kind of goes against the grain a huge amount.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess it it just follows like the alligator Shark move too, like oh. kind of like inexperienced, but fine. We're going to do this to stop the the bleeding, the fan bleeding, I guess, the, yeah. I guess. But I mean, you know, and honestly, maybe it'll work out well and like he'll he'll crush it. I think yeah. I don't know. I just I kind of hope that, you know, Pulisic's fine. I think he probably will be.
1: Oh yeah. I, he'll be. He'll do well there. Uh, I I I think because Hazard's now gone. Yeah, I, Pulisic will do absolutely brilliant. There. he'll play every game and he'll just get better throughout the season. I, I reckon he'll have a massive season. Yeah,
0: I, I really hope so. And I think, I think Lampard. I mean, obviously he's he had some time in in the U.S. So like, mm. I hope he has maybe some like American sympathies like, <laughs> um, there a little bit. But yeah, anyway. So cool. We covered the Gold Cup. We covered Pulisic, and I guess sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely watch. Sorry, in uh, uh, Juventus next next uh, season. See see what's up there. But yeah. anyway, I guess we should talk about DC United a little bit. Oh, we probably should actually. Yeah, we uh, we've not talked about them really, have we yet? No, I mean we talked wow. about Polariola. He's he's uh, he's kind of crushing it, <laughs> I think. So, but uh, yeah. So we had two US Open Cup games. I don't necessarily want to talk too much about the specifics. I think yep. from a high level, I think the Philadelphia Union game was. I think we played. Better than I've seen in a while, honestly. yeah um, we had th- honestly, like we had so many chances in that second half. We had like if a couple of different things gone wrong, we we wouldn't have had to, you know, make a comeback there. but yeah. Yeah, we won that game. I thought I was feeling very optimistic. I'm like, oh, okay, like this is how we're supposed to be playing. And like, you saw Joseph Mora come back and like really kind of crush it. Uh, got a, a lot of quality balls uh, into the area. And like, yeah. the the overloads on those sides really free up a lot of space because it naturally pulls, you know, defenders or I guess midfielders too, like t- to that side. And then I guess Lucho and and Wayne can can kind of lose
1: their their markers a little easier. So. Yeah, yeah, did you catch up on this, this game? Um, I did catch up on the highlights again. Uh, annoyingly, it wasn't uh, shown anywhere live over here, which was really frustrating. But the yeah, the highlights, we we looked really good. And the um, Lucho is actually starting to look a little bit better now. Um, and I think that is, as you said, with the fact that more come back and the fact that we can overload those wings, and that just uh, pulls everyone away he has got the space. Um he can do lots of brilliant things when he's got time on the ball. I just I, I kind of do wish it didn't go to extra time. Um I it was I think we got a little bit lucky in the fact that we got that last minute penalty. Yes, it was a penalty, but we um I would have loved to have seen us win in ninety minutes and, and plus uh, they let me down on a bet because it went to extra time. <laughs> so that was really annoying. I was I was gonna be up like about hundred quid, I think it was, and I was just like, Oh, damn it. Oh man, well Yeah, don't gamble on
0: US Open Cup games, man. Come on. (laughs) What
1: are you doing? (laughs) I was just like, ah, why not? Let's go for it and see what happens. And yeah. I mean granted I only put a pound on it, so it wasn't I think I put uh... I did like a ten game accumulator and and yeah, DC were the only ones who let me down, which wasn't bad, to be honest, getting nine games correct. I'll take that. And to be honest, the DC game, I did get correct. It was just the fact that it wasn't within 90 minutes. So in my heart, that was a victory. That was was a victory in my heart for my bet. But, you know, the betting team didn't say that.
0: Yeah. So I think, yeah, we played really... I thought we played really well. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Obviously, we had to go in the extra time. We really should have finished off more of our chances, I think. Yeah. You know, I think Paul, Paul coming back will help a lot. You know, I think is solid. I've said that before. And, like, I think he's a good off-the-bench, like, impact, physical um, kind of guy who can kind of, like, if we're kind of losing those, like, first balls or, like, getting bullied off the ball, he can come in and kind of be that guy, like, yeah. um, in a couple different positions. But, you know, having Paul on those that wing, like, can really make a big difference. Like, uh, so having him come back would be – is, is going to be nice. Yeah, and so – yeah, I was again like really happy Moro was there. I thought he played well. It took him a little longer than I expected because the last time he played was in the Orlando game. Like it was, yeah. first five games or whatever that was. And so Yeah, ever since then we've kind of looked terrible. like not terrible, but but like we've lost definitely off. We? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And like um I was kinda feeling really optimistic until <laughs> we played our next US Open Cup game. Yeah. Yeah. Which we lost to NYCFC. Who are, have been doing better uh, in the latter part of the first half of the season, uh, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they they didn't really have any uh, like defenders, <laughs> so they had like a strange uh, starting defense defense uh, situation. So I think uh-huh. we could have done a lot better. I think this Boy, is one are. of the worst games I've seen to to be honest. Like I I
1: don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think um, I could. I think the Montreal Impact game was probably worse. It, and we, or the yeah. LAFC one, I guess. I should, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we've, we've had a couple that. of bad games this season, but uh, yeah, the, I mean, we looked. It looked great in the first minute. Uh, that lovely little back heel from Acosta to Rooney and hitting the post. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then that was about it. Yeah.
0: I guess yeah. maybe. Uh, I had felt, like, the the beginning of the season optimism back with with Amora coming back. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the guy. He's the one who's going to change this. And, like, we just won against Philadelphia Union, who didn't have their 100% top 11, but pretty close, kind of like how we were. And we beat them, and they're, like, the top of the pretty – I guess they're in the top of the East right now. So I was feeling optimistic. I was really much like, yo, we're going to run this. OS Open Cup. Like,
1: we're we're going for for, for silverware. But it didn't happen. So – Yeah, it's a shame, but at least now we can kind of go back and actually just concentrate on on MLS and MLS only now, which means we've got less games, which means the players should be fresher and hopefully we'll have a much better run in from uh, the last sort of five, six games we've had in in the league. So hopefully we'll do better.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I think... I mean, even for a U.S. Open g- Cup game, and, like, uh, we also saw Pines came back to the bench. Um, Knaus was on the bench as well after suffering a, a knock. Uh, Bustamante from, I guess we have his uh, c- contract, but he plays a lot yeah. for Loudon. He was, I, in the first game, I didn't think he did that bad. I think he was doing okay. He was keeping up okay. with it. But the the second game, it was kind of like, all right, we need to put Knaus in here. We were just kind of, like, Letting them kinda of get through our midfield and, and I'm kinda of getting concerned about Durkin as well after his U twenty appearance and this game. Yeah. Uh so I'm not sure what's going on there. But kinda of, kinda of feels like he like he's lost a step and I, I don't like kinda of pulling on Michael Bradley or something like <laughs> how are you so slow all of a sudden? Like yeah, like I don't know. I don't know, man. But I'm I I wanna see him like less like kinda of, like I don't know, like walking around, more like trying to get to those balls, trying to clog up that midfield because you have to or else they're going to pass right through you. And we saw that. Yeah. We saw uh, at least one of the chances they got. They passed right between our center backs from almost half, like, midfield. Yeah. Like, so it's like, you know, what's going on here? And and Knauss came in. It did help a little bit, but we weren't really that good. And at the end, we kind of saw even even Wayne Rooney, who typically is always trying to do the press and trying to, like, as much as... yeah. You know it's possible. I think he's always like trying to encourage everyone and stuff like that as the captain and leader, but even he was getting to the point where he's like, all right, you know like if you guys aren't gonna come with me, like why am I like why am I here <laughs> you yeah, know
1: well, what, why should I bother if you're not gonna if yeah. you're not gonna actually bother as well kind of thing."
0: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. We really got to start. We have enough talent to really be doing a lot better. And and that's the disappointing part. We know that this team can do better. And they had a week to train on
1: the stuff. We had they had a long time to train. Yeah. (laughs) We've we've had plenty of downtime to actually work things out and actually work all those work over those cracks that we've got at the moment so yeah
0: Yeah. i'm definitely i know there's a lot of like olsen out stuff i'm not an olsen out guy i'm not into like kind of similar to the stuff earlier i was talking about i'm not like a you know super negative uh, all the time kind of guy especially like in public or on twitter maybe to my girlfriend i'm like you know what you know the u.s has got to do this i'm tired of this but like yeah i don't like to put that out in the world and so I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily see the whole like Olsen out thing. I mean, if we want to reflect on the first part of the season, like we're not, I'm not saying we're doing uh, great or bad. I think we're doing like maybe six or nine points less than I would have expected, but like, we're still doing pretty well. Uh, You know, I think for me, the concerning part is that we got a lot of those points, like from the first, you know, three or four games, like not a lot of them, but like that was the solid chunk of them. And, and, you know, yeah. So, if we wanted to talk a little bit about the the first half of the season, like what do you think uh, about it? First of all, but also like what do you think we struggled with? What were our high points? And then after that, we can
1: transition into talking about the the rest of the season. Yeah. So, I uh, me for me, first half of the season. Uh, sitting third in the Eastern Conference isn't really, well, joint second isn't actually a bad place to be to be honest. We're in the playoffs, in the playoff spots, so that's always a good thing. It's a lot better than the first half of last season. Let's put it that way. So if you compare if, if you compare year on year it's a much improvement. It's just the fact that we had such a good end to last season I think our expectations went through the roof, to say the least. We've had some very poor games so far, and But we've had some really great games, um, especially at the start of the season. And the fact that our lineup, it's going to get back to the way it was. And that should prove great for the second half. But I think apart from a couple of games, defensively, we've looked solid. It's just the attack. And I I think from when we're coming up to sort of the next transfer window, I want us to see us uh, us sign another striker just to give Rooney that bit of competition and Quincy a bit of competition because we need... we need more goals um there's no doubt about that and i just think uh, there's there has been a lack of a, a bit of a spark um whether that's a spark that we need to come off the bench or whether it's a spark that we need to have a little bit more on the pitch from the start it, it, it's been a, a bit of a, an up and down season let's put it that way and i think we've got, we'll we'll do all right in the second half of the season i don't i don't see us winning the eastern conference now i think we'll we will be close, let's put it that way. It'll be a close run thing towards the end of the season, but I think uh, you know what? We'll we'll easily make the playoffs. There's I've got no doubts about that. We're what we're nine points clear of Orlando who are sitting in eighth at the moment. I don't see us not making the playoffs. I don't know whether you will agree with that.
0: Yeah, I mean I think we'll make the playoffs. I I think one of the things that is kind of concerning to me is that our second half of the season is a lot seems a lot more difficult. We have a couple of games against really tough tough opponents. I think you know we have, let me just looking at the thing I mean two games against the Red Bulls, our rivals. So and they're not doing terribly this season. They had a rough start, but like they're yeah. also our rivals, and that's also always a thing. A game against two games against Philly, who are the top of the Eastern Conference, uh, Atlanta United um seattle sounders um the timbers are even doing decently uh la
1: galaxy toronto (laughs) yeah uh, yeah so yeah i was just gonna say yeah we have got a bit we have got tough games but you know what i mean you you mentioned philadelphia union and the two games we've got against them i mean we we beat them once already this season so there's no reason why we can't beat them again we should be beating chicago Atlanta we seem to do quite well against them I think we might be their kind of their bogey team Toronto that was a heck of a game at their ground last season and we should do all right against them again at the end of the month I I don't think it's going to be as tough as you're making out to be honest I think we'll be actually all right I think our toughest game is going to be against uh, Marseille on July 24th in that friendly game that we've got again
0: yeah that also looks (laughs) exciting I'm kind of excited about that but yeah I don't know I mean it's it's Probably somewhere in the middle there, you know, I think the Red Bulls and us, we don't get along, so there's always that on the field, and like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, it's definitely on paper, seems harder, right, Uh, Yeah, yeah. but I mean, who knows, we gotta play these games, and honestly, even the Orlando City games we've had, they've gotten physical, you know, so like, like, even that could be a a little thing, I mean, definitely a game where we need to make sure that we we have Knauss in there, (laughs) to kind of, yeah, but... Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I hope that we can really beat, if not most of these teams, like, theoretically, we should be
1: able to stay in the game and, and really, really compete with all of them. Um, yeah. So should but, we should we go through game by game and just have a quick prediction on them, see what we what we think will happen? That's a great idea. Yeah. So should we start off with Orlando? What do you reckon? Win or, win or loss or tie? We'll beat Orlando. Yeah i agree yeah. with that one uh toronto how would field on 29th uh, t- uh
0: to me i feel like that's a win considering i don't know if outdoor is going to make it out of this gold cup without a pulled hamstring so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you know so i think we i think we win that one too uh, yeah i think it'll be close so maybe a draw or a win but i'm gonna go ahead and say win
1: yeah and um, I, i'd totally I, i'd be more towards tie but um i think we we could sneak a win on that one now we got Dallas um at the Toyota Stadium on July- on Independence Day. That should be uh should be quite a uh, good game to have there.
0: Well, first of all, I don't understand how it's Independence Day and we're not playing in our capital. But whatever, I'm not even gonna... <laughs> I'm just seeing that and now I'm kind of like why is that a thing?
1: But whatever. Uh, but you know the the guys who do the uh, fixture list for the MLS, they like to throw some weird curveballs in there for some reason. But yeah, so we've got FC Dallas. I, uh, I I'm not so sure on that one. Tie, I reckon.
0: Yeah, that one will be that one will be tough. I mean, they have they have some really good pieces. They, I mean, Pax and Pomacol is killing it. Uh like yeah. Probably one of the the biggest prospects for the US national team at this point, I think. Uh, so. Mm. He's a young guy. He's playing pretty well this season, and comes from probably the the best or one of the best academies in MLS. And so they're doing well. I kind of think that they're gonna they're gonna give it
1: to us and and beat us on that game. Fair enough. The following game is against uh, New England Revolu- Revolution. So we have uh, Bruce Arena returning to DC. Um, Great. Uh, yep. <laughs> Obviously, we tied against them. Did we tie against them earlier in the season? Yeah, we did, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah, and that late, the late, the late, um, late penalty.
1: Yeah, and that was when you uh, when you saw Rooney, Olsen, and Arena in a bar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That 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 great old uh, joke right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that uh, is at Odie Fields, and it's a Friday night. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I see us winning that one, to be honest. I still don't think. New England are gonna pull any trees up or anything like that. I think we'll, I think we'll win that one.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, we when we played them, we didn't play well, and they're kind of hitting their form. So I don't know. I kind of see like a tie. Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: And then we've got, uh, um, we got we, Cincinnati. We're beating Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think everyone's beating Cincinnati at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that was that. Was just to kind of slightly go off topic, still on topic about Cincinnati. Have you seen who's rumored to be their new head coach? I have not. Or maybe uh, I did and I don't remember. So th- this, I think it was this morning. I actually saw it. Well, it might have been yesterday. Alan Pardew, the former West West Ham, Newcastle. Yeah, that's. Bristol Palace manager.
0: I'm trying to see because that sounds familiar, but I, I, I don't remember that with in terms of N- FC Cincinnati. But that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Do they, I, when did you see that? I think, I, I believe it was this morning, actually. Was, oh, okay. Uh, let me just quickly check. Uh, do, 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 do everyone talk a bunch yourselves whilst I have a look? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we're definitely beating them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like it's got to be a given, right? Control F for finding. Pardew. Uh Yep, that it was this morning. Uh, it was on uh, on the BBC gossip column uh, from ESPN. So Interesting. Mm, yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of cool. I like that. I don't mind that. Yeah, it's 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 a big name. Let's put it that way. That would that would be good for them. I don't think you'll be able to turn the season around because you look at their roster and it, there's only so much you can do with that kind of roster. But yeah, we'll beat we'll beat them in uh, July. Then we've got uh, Atlanta United on July 21st uh, at the Mercedes Benz, and like I said, I think we we tend to do well against Atlanta. I think we'll we'll win that one.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna be at this game, so we better win. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I remember you saying you were gonna go to that one. Yeah. So I, I think, I think we pull it out. I think, I think De Boer's, like system and tendencies, honestly, are kind of predictable. Yeah. And not easy to, to, to match up against. But I think we can do it. I think like, and I think other teams could too. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're as good as they're playing right now. I think they're somewhere in between their, their current form and their original like their form in the beginning of the season, I think that they're going to have some issues. And
1: so yeah. I think we win this game. I I really do. Yeah, I was looking at the the standards uh, for, for the league and they've played 15 games and only scored 19 goals. So it's it's a far cry from where they were last season, where they were free, free scoring in every single game. So, yeah, I'm going to go for a win on that one. Uh, I'm going to ignore the friendly match because, you know, well... We won't have our main team out on that one, I would imagine. So we go (laughs) It'll it'll be the second string side like we did against um real Betis and It's annoying that they've put that friendly game in there.
0: Well, this is part of the problem with how we do our seasons, right? All of these European teams are off season, pre-season, yeah, and we're in the middle of our season. So like it causes so many different issues. One of them being the transfer window, one of them being like all these European teams are coming through. When we're in the middle of our season, we play the All Star game, we play these other games, yeah. uh, and so it's weird because like we don't want any of our guys to get hurt, uh, so we don't play a real team, and then we just look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: it, it doesn't give the um, give MLS a good light or anything like that. It's just uh, Yeah. Come on, I, I think we should have uh, MLS teams touring Europe and in, in Europe in in the off season.
0: That would be really cool. The yeah. or yeah yeah I would I would like that. That'd be really cool. I mean. Yeah. Especially since, like, the fan base is growing. But, yeah, yeah should we go to Chicago for that Let's next Let's go to game Chicago, yeah. 27th, um, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 27th of July um, on the Saturday evening. Uh, we've got, I reckon, a tie in that one. Um, it'll be a tough stadium to go to. And, they, I mean, obviously, they've still got Schweinsteiger. And uh, they'll be solid at the back again. I, yeah, I'm going to go for a tie on that one. A possible defeat,
0: yeah. I agree with that. I mean, that's also a day before my birthday, so I do remember I think last year on my birthday we lost or something, and I was upset, or or, I don't know, or I don't know what happened, but but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. That's Chicago, I think we went there and tied last year, um, yeah, even when we were on our best form. I think they're kind of like a stingy team potentially
1: a lot of the time, so yeah. Yeah, they don't uh, give a lot away or anything like that, so it, it'll be a low-scoring affair, I think. Yeah, for sure. But
0: then we go to, or we're at Audi Field against the Union. Yep. Um, and I guess at this point of the season, it'll be, you know, the, the talking points. Hopefully, will be like, here are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, that'll and that probably will hit the Atlanta game too a little bit, but like this is starting to get a little uh, farther in the season, so. Yeah, I mean, both teams are going to be fighting for it, and they know these points are going to matter, and so I think. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I think, think it'll be a
1: tie for sure you for ready? me, anyway. I do. I, I, don't see a tie in this one. It'll, it'll be well. I one team will win this one. I was at the game at this game last year where we unfortunately got defeated, and but it's we we played well against most of their first team, where we didn't have much have the same sort of level out there i think we'll win this i think i'm even going to put a score on this one i'm going to say 2-1 again all right every game against union cannot be (laughs) (laughs)
0: 2-1 why not, it got, why not? <laughs> yeah i guess technically that that's that's something to gamble on like the next five games against the union are going to be 2-1 and like <laughs> you'll win a million dollars putting like 50 cents in or whatever uh, but
1: oh, i'll do that i'll do but that oh.
0: yeah so i don't know i think i think a tie i think that they're they're really hitting some good form like okay. they just uh acquired a new striker uh andrew Wooten,
1: um who's american i think and is that the guy from who signed from germany
0: i believe so i believe yeah. so yeah um but i mean i guess cory burke he's i don't know where he is he's i guess he's back home but he doesn't have a visa or something and so i guess he's just not gonna play <laughs> so, so it's weird but yeah so then the la galaxy come to dc in what i imagine yeah. will be like a sold-out crowd because oh, i guess
1: that's that's gonna be hyped up to the max isn't it it's yeah Ruby versus latin that's, yeah, that's that, true. That's what it's going to be, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and then like, yeah, and like the two, it's like, it's like, it's like that. And then also the fact that like, these are like two of the big, like historic, quote unquote, historical, like MLS clubs, like that have had real success in the past. So yeah. there's yeah, always been something school? there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I I Ibra seems
1: to want to crush everything. So I don't. i, I tell you what, I've actually been quite disappointed in him. In just general MLS, he's not. He scores fantastic goals. Don't get me wrong, but he's not set the league alight, has he? I think. I think he's. He, he could do a lot better. Yeah, he's not, he's not. I've not really heard much from him apart from that uh, chalk slam he did on uh, Sean Johnson. Yeah,
0: he had, He missed a few games for that, I think. Yeah.
1: And also, he's been. He had an injury thing in the beginning of
0: the season, so. Yeah. He hasn't been around that much this season. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like. This is one of the games, since there's going to be hype, where he's going to really want to turn it on. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I, I, I'm I not that impressed. I mean, I'm impressed, obviously, because he's a he's a good player, a great player, yeah. obviously. But at the same time, when I'm watching the LA Galaxy, I see a lot of him, like, putting his arms up or, like, yelling at his teammates. And it's kind of like, all right, man, like, every time I watch you, you're kind of just, like, <laughs> berating your, your teammates. And so... I'm not necessarily sure he's doing the like the Wayne Rooney uh, leadership, uh, you know, type of thing, at least not in the same way. And like I know me personally, I respond more to the like uh, like Wayne Rooney. Like he's obviously not going to just, you know, kiss your ass, (laughs) but he's going to like he's not going to be like super
1: mean to you and he's going to support you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that's literally what I was about to say is, is he is the he looks like the kind of guy who wants to bring you on. Rather than just being, it's all about me, 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 which you tend to get with Zlatan. Um, he's got a huge ego. Where Rooney kind of does have a big ego in a way, but he wants to have everyone on the same page. I think so.
0: For me, I feel like, and I don't know if this is true or not because I don't know their personalities. I can just say what I see on the field or like in interviews. Yeah. But like Rooney is definitely the kind of guy who like I could like that type of personality who like is in my friend group everyone knows they have a relative like a little bit big big ego a lot of people do like yeah. but like you can hang out with them you can have beers with them yeah. but with Ibrahimovic would be like we're out getting beers and he just won't stop talking about himself <laughs> you know yeah. and it's like all right I'm just gonna go home
1: <laughs> like, he, he, he won't have yeah. the beer either he'll have the
0: champagne yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um and at the top shelf because <laughs> he makes so much money <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> one of those absolutely. guys absolutely Oh there, yes. there's a
1: there, there's a title for you, Zlatan Top Shelf. Yeah, Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'll uh, have the Top Shelf Champagne, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we, we've got Vancouver, haven't we? Uh, that's going to be a hell of a track, isn't it? Yeah, Canada. Yeah. Uh, that's. Oh, I don't know whether I'll stay up for that one. That's going to be what three o'clock in the morning kickoff for me. Flipping heck. neck. I'll probably sound stay away. like doesn't even sound like that fun of a game either, honestly. But nah. Uh, no. I mean, they've got a nice stadium. Great. Uh, that's that, that, that's all I can think <laughs> of right now. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't really actually know too much about how Vancouver are doing right now. Actually, they're not doing great. That's all. They so they've uh, they've played 16 games. So they've played one less than we have. They're on 18 points. Uh, they have scored 17 goals, conceded 20. Their home form: three wins, three losses, three ties. So mm. yeah. We should um, win this game yeah i think i think that's on paper we should win that one yeah yeah the
0: travel sucks but whatever i think we 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 pretty much these are the kind of games that like you have to take the opportunity to win right like the other games obviously like the next one the red bulls is obviously going to be harder than
1: the vancouver game even like though it's at home i think uh oh yeah it's the, the rivalry games are always at the next level up so yeah and you can't use form to predict how these games go generally and I, I would love to see us win this one i'd love to see the fight and the passion come out in this game i'd love to see the fans getting every single part of the stadium getting loud and getting behind the team so it's it's a difficult one to predict but i'm just gonna say dc win
0: yeah i'm gonna so there's another red bull game i'm gonna say like for that one i think we do come up short uh when we go
1: up there later in the season but for this yeah. one i think we i think we pull it out yeah yeah and and then we, we've got the return leg for Philadelphia. We're, back, we're at their stadium. Ooh, uh, well, how are they doing at home at the moment? Let's have a little look. So Philadelphia is currently 6-2-2 at the moment. So possible tie, possible defeat. For sure,
0: for sure. And I'm probably going to be at this game too. Um, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I, I usually go to the, the – I mean, not always, but like I usually go to the Philly games because, yeah, I have family near there, and they're big soccer people. Good. And also, like I like their stadium. I think it's cool. Like, if it, it feels kind of like a kind of like Audi Field in, in some ways. Um, okay. And yeah, so I, I I like I like it there. I don't like the Union. Um, so yeah. don't tweet me again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like them much at all. But um, I do like going there. I like being with my family, and, and it's it's not all the time I get to, to watch a game where I have a vested interest uh, with my family. So yeah, uh, who, that's kind of why. Your family support then they they're union fans but oh. uh, yeah so yeah well my, my yeah my cousin uh, he's he plays uh, soccer on a travel team are you mm. familiar with like they have those
1: i guess they probably do in england like travel teams um possibly yeah probably be called something different I don't know,
0: yeah I it's like so there's obviously rec teams which are like the quote unquote non competitive whatever yeah and then you typically have what are called travel teams which means you travel around. I guess it's different because U.S. is so big, but, like, yeah, mm. you travel around to play, like, other really good teams from different regions, and he's on one of those, and so... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's, like, I don't really know the whole, like, I guess, pyramid or whatever 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 it's called, but, like, yeah. it's, like, you have, the like, the travel teams, and then you have, like, the uh, development academies, and typically, like, sometimes they'll play development academies, and sometimes, like, um, there's a lot of travel teams that are affiliated, like, in the group of an MLS team or like the development stuff. So like DC United, for example, has a bunch of these kind of affiliate teams in the DC area. But yeah. But yeah. So he's like really big into soccer and he's really really good. And so I don't I don't necessarily know if he wants to or will go pro or anything. Uh, and and yeah. who can predict that? But like. Well, yeah. He really likes it. He wants to do it in college and stuff. I think so.
1: Yeah. Anyway, he's really into it. So I always go with them uh, when I get the chance. Yeah, good good luck to him. So move, moving on, uh, the next game is against Montreal Impact uh, on August thirty first uh, at uh, the Stad Saputo. If we're going to go for the full accent, I think we, to be honest, I think we should be be beating Montreal. Uh, yes. I know we, we we tied with them 0-0 uh, on my birthday this year, but uh, yeah, I, I want revenge for that.
0: Yeah, and I remember I was at the game last year with the 50. I think that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> that, that was uh that was great. I think I really don't like the Montreal Impact and I don't know why, but I really don't like them. Um I think they like they're number 6. They uh he's like a Canadian national player. He's like he just is very physical, which obviously is fine, but like he goes too far and I'm just not into that nice. like you know, it's just like it's very frustrating. I get frustrated sometimes, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't really like how they play. I don't really like their their vibes, anything like that. So I want to beat them 5-0 in yeah. front of their fans
1: too. So yeah, I mean that would that would be nice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say no to that, especially if it is that 5-0 result. That would be uh, lovely. We've then got Portland Timbers. They're Timbers, Portland Timbers, Providence Park, which looks I and mean, that stadium looks fantastic now with the renovation that they've done. The problem is they're on a run like what we had last season where they've got a huge amount of home games i reckon i reckon that's going to be a, a, a potential defeat on that one even though they are bottom of the uh western conference that's where we were last season
0: yeah it's, it's pretty similar
1: yeah i mean i i kind of have similar feelings about portland and
0: uh as as the montreal impact <laughs> but yeah i don't like them very much at all so i want to beat them They they seem yeah they seem like Seems like a tough game. I think, like I mentioned, I'm gonna go for a draw. Yeah, or or maybe even a defeat.
1: Yeah, it's it's a tricky one to predict that one because they've they've played what 12 games away on the bounce. Yeah, it's it, it it just really does feel like what we did last season. So it is a tricky one to to kind of predict that one, but I, I think, yeah, tie or possible defeat on that one, which will be a shame considering uh, what we've predicted so far in the, in the current run. But then we, we then are back at home against Seattle Sounders, which is going to be tricky. Yeah, they're, that's a tough one. They're good. They're, they're bloody good. I've, I've been really impressed with them, but I'm just current, looking at their current away record. They've only won once away from home out of eight games so far this season.
0: Yeah, interesting. I wonder... Yeah, I think the the other thing that's hard is like the Western Conference is just so much different in in a lot of different ways than the Eastern Conference right now. I think in terms of not necessarily quality, but definitely performance right now is is top notch over there, uh, especially yeah. at the at the higher end of it. Yeah, uh, obviously the LA teams, LAFC is crushing everyone pretty much. Uh, yeah, I yeah I don't know. I think I think this is one that will want to win. I don't yeah. think we end up will we we will, especially because I feel like at this point in the season, the Seattle Sounders could be going could be uh, going for the first spot up there. I mean, it's unlikely. Yeah. Sure. But like that's that's a real possibility for them. And so, yeah, that, that one will probably be hyped up a little bit, too. It's like you can imagine even if like both of us are in second or third in our in our conferences, like, yeah could be one of those, like, oh, like, one of the best teams versus one of the best teams from the two things, like, you know, one of those, like, this might be the MLS Cup, you know,
1: matchup. Yeah, it'd, um, it'd be like how the game was hyped up against LFC earlier on in the season. Yeah, exactly,
0: uh, so, which, yikes. Yeah, ex- yep. <laughs> <I think. laughs>
1: yeah. But, yeah, um,
0: so then we go to the Red Bulls uh, in New yes. Jersey. I'm going to yeah. be at this game, too,
1: so, uh, yeah. I would love to be at this game, but uh Oh, I don't. I I want to travel back and go to go to go to an away game. But uh, it's that. This would be a good one. Yeah, it's uh, annoyingly it's the time of year in my current job. I'm not allowed to have that particular month off which mm. is annoying because of a yeah. certain certain fruit-based product usually launches at that sort of time of year. Mm, yeah, okay. I, um... yeah. <laughs> you could probably get, uh, anyone who's listening, you could probably guess what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say who I work for or what that fruit-based product is, but all you know is it's not a strawberry or a blackberry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay, well, this yeah. um, this should be a good game. I If you were to come to this, I would be careful because it's in the middle of nowhere, the Red Bull Arena. Uh, <laughs> I've literally. It,
1: I've, I've looked on a map. It is truly in a very obscure place. When I
0: go to this thing, I I, I usually go from Manhattan, and it takes me, without any issues, delays of any kind, yeah. it takes me uh, over an hour. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, so, my it's not fun because well I mean there's multiple trains you have to take the the train that people typically take the path yeah. it's called the path train is uh, I would can say terrible so oh wow uh, oh, but dear. yeah it's yeah but anyway so this game should be good I think we go up there and we 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 don't
1: win but I would really like to beat the Red Bulls in Red Bull Arena so oh there there would be nothing nicer I would say I. I would take a defeat against Sounders if we were able to beat Red Bulls at the Red Bull Arena. Oh,
0: I would take a defeat from like four teams if we could go out <laughs> there and beat the Red Bulls. But yeah, I think
1: yeah, yeah and then the next game I think we win. Uh, FC Cincinnati comes uh, to DC. Oh, yeah, I mean yeah, that 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 should be the the game that secures whatever position we're in at that point. Yeah, the the only one shout there that's possible is like
0: Darren Maddox coming back to you know Audi Field. And you know wanting to prove himself he's he's one of those guys yeah. who like wants to prove himself against his former people who you know don't believe in him or you know whatever like yeah um so that's a possible thing that that could end up happening
1: um I would also ask that no one boo him <laughs> you know I don't think that that's I I don't cool. think we I don't think we would to be honest because I think when when he played for us he he gave us all and you know he, he wasn't a bad player I think he's. He's more of an impact player rather than someone who starts week in, week out. He's someone who, when when the defence is starting to get a bit tired, he's that kind of player you would bring on and just to run them absolute ragged. I'd actually, I'd have him back, you know, because I think he would be a great impact sub. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, for me, I said in the beginning of the season when, like, he got, uh, w- what happened? He, like, we, we let him... It was the, Basically it was let it him the get, expansion draft, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, I we, think. we let him get expanded drafted or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, expansion drafted, I guess. And so I think he was kind of like, oh, like, I don't want to be on the bench. I want to play. And, like, he's playing a little bit more, sure. But, like, he's still playing from the bench a lot. And I'm yeah. like, wouldn't you rather be here under Wayne Rooney and, like, stay at the club you're already at where you already have fans and, like, c- learn from him and, like, I don't know I it's it's hard because I think even him as a as a backup in DC is not a bad gig at all especially versus being a backup in FC Cincinnati a backup to someone who's not really performing but anyway so I would honestly say like yeah definitely maybe not don't try to come up during September or whatever obviously you can't but like I think we're going to make the playoffs and I think those games are going to be the ones to be at. So yeah, yeah, I would save I would save it for then because like I can tell you I went to like a couple games obviously last year in Audi Field like we obviously didn't have it the whole season but yeah, the playoff game was like
1: next level Audi Field like my ears were ringing. I watched that when it was like one o'clock in the morning hour time and I was just sat there just watching and just heard the crowd and I was just like oh wow this is this is actually what this is the kind of atmosphere I would feel can actually produce and it was just like it 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 made the hairs on my arms stand up it was just in the on the back of my neck it was just absolutely fantastic and I, it was just like you know what I feel like I was I was there and it was just fantastic and I would love to see that every game it's just like you once you've heard it once you want it every single week don't you
0: yeah, it was amazing. I mean I have uh I have some videos from that game, like oh. from my seat, which a lot of them are like crazy cool and like pretty close up, even like Wayne Rooney taking a couple corners. Oh. And I haven't released them yet or put them anywhere, but if you follow me on Instagram <laughs> at uh, DCU underscore soccer, I will probably post them as stories at least uh soon-ish. You but... need, you need to. You need to. They're they're quite amazing. And, like, it was definitely, like, not life-changing, but definitely, like, made my year last year going to that game and, like, hearing the the whole support. Because I was, like, my strategy was, like, I wanted to sit, I wanted to sit, like, next on the field. Yeah. Because um, it's a special game, like, those ones down there. And, like, but I also wanted to be relatively near the supporters groups because they're loud and I can probably, and I also yeah. like to scream. So, like, it's not that crazy if you're <laughs> screaming relatively close to them. So um, that's where I was. and yeah. It was just, oh my god, it was next level. And, yeah. and I've never, I don't think, so I've seen a lot of soccer games in my life, not like a crazy yep. amount, and I've been to a lot of them, but this was definitely like the, the the loudest and best atmosphere ever, like I've ever been to. Yeah. And it was just like, wow. But yeah, I've yeah, that's, uh, that's all of the games, I think. Yeah. I think we're going to do okay. I, I'm worried, yeah. obviously. I think we need to really get back in form. I think there are some moves we need to make over the offseason, or not the offseason, the, the <laughs> summer window. Yep. But, yeah, I think we need some depth at Stryker. I think – Yeah. I like America, I really do. And I think he's, like, a really good locker room presence. And I think when he gets in, I, I think, you know, he works his butt off. And he yeah. really – he's really good at, like – when, when the team's trying to press he's re- he's relatively fast so i mean compared to Rooney i guess
1: <laughs> yeah I, i've got time for uh, amiriqua he's i mean he's retweeted some of my uh, uh things off from my website and he's retweeted my podcast as well which is always nice but uh it's yeah we do need depth up front i mean who else have we actually at, properly got who wants who can play up top apart from Rooney and Amiriqua which i don't think well griffin yao know? Which would be nice to see yeah, yeah. him play a bit more, um, get some more game time, because uh, he's starting He's I've seen him play a couple of times for Loudon, and he's looked great for them. He's um, looked really well, really
0: good. Like yeah, kind of like yeah, kind of like a spark out of nowhere. Kind of like I I think yeah, he he can play striker. I think he's done that before. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that that's a good like backup option necessarily. Um, at least not yet, right? Yeah. We have to remember he's still so young and like... He's, while still he's 16, isn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's... Yeah. I don't even know if he can drive, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, I think he needs to be getting uh, more playing time considering his current form and like he did well in that union game. Like the mm. the thing that I think even the announcers were impressed by that he he can track back and he's he's really making the effort to, to really, I think one, buy into the system, really like do it, but... You know I think it's just hard because he is so young, but I, I think he's gonna get some more playing time in the latter half of the season, yeah, um
1: where uh we don't need any more fullbacks that that we definitely don't need now. We've got quite a few. I would love to see Assad come back, and I think Assad would like to see Assad come back as well from all the tweets that he's liking and things like that it's that needs to be built up a bit more as well, I think Assad should come back,
0: yeah yeah he's definitely yeah he's like liked some of my stuff and like like some uh responses to my stuff and like i think we can make it make it happen i i really do should we start yeah. a hashtag bring back
1: Assad. we probably should honestly yeah should we should we after after we finish recording we'll start doing the hashtag bring back Assad. anyone who's listening just just have that on there retweet what we tweet out after this bring back Assad. let's make it happen
0: i think that might be the actual title hashtag yeah. bring back Assad yeah um Bring back a side and give him top shelf champagne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, that's a that's a bit of a long hashtag. Yeah, yeah, but, very easy uh, to get wrong. Uh, but if I tell you what, if it makes him. Them... If it brings him back, I'll do it. Yeah, and I
0: I also see a lot of I tweeted like a long time ago before the season I think before the season when they were first talking and and stuff that like as soon as as he comes back I'm getting an Assad jersey like yeah? it's going to happen I don't know why or like like I, what but like make it happen we'll buy your jerseys and I've seen other yeah. people say this too and so maybe one third of them will but that's one more person than before so
1: well yeah absolutely so yeah so bring back Assad let's do it
0: yeah I think I think defensively I think we're shaping up to be okay yeah uh we have some people coming back from injury I think Mora's coming back Pines are coming back Uh, not a fullback but a center back but like yeah I think that our defense depth is is decent and I don't think that that necessarily has to be I would I would be fine
1: with it, right? But I don't think that that's the priority. No, not at all. Um if we brought anyone in, ha- brilliant. Welcome. Um but yeah, as you said, we've got Maura back, Pines is coming back, you we're gonna remember we've got Chris Ladoya Chem back as well now. It's yeah, we've got plenty of plays to cover the the back line. So yeah, we don't really need anything. If if anything, if we brought someone in, I would imagine someone would leave if if that was to happen. Midfield wise Obviously, Assad. Obviously, in the sort of the centre mid, we've got Moreno, we've got canals we've got Durkin, Esiguru, who could potentially play there, uh, Ariola, who could play there. Then we've got we've got Ariola and Segura who can play on the right. We've got Acosta, Yao. Yeah. But one player who's been heavily rumored to leave now is Steba. Uh, oh right, I did see this.
0: Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah. he did an interview actually where he was like. Uh... Yeah, I want to come back to Europe so that I can be closer and be a part of the national team uh, for for Hungary. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it might be time. I think I like yeah. him as a guy and as a player, I like him. But like he is definitely not an, a Ben Olsen type player. He doesn't put in the defensive work. He doesn't play in, in, in the same ex- exact way. And yeah, I think also, like, on those dead balls, I think we have Rooney now, and yeah. Stever is a specialist at that too, but, like, I'm not going to put Stever up there and do it if, if you know, Rooney is, is yeah. on the field, right? So
1: Absolutely, and he's, it might be he's, time. he's our second uh, highest paid player. Yeah. That salary that would get released from him, that would go nicely towards uh, Yamil Lassad, for example. You know, hashtag bring back Assad. Hashtag bring
0: back Assad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think there are situations even inside of MLS which would work, but obviously he doesn't want that. But like, yeah. I could see him going to a decent side in Europe and like uh, playing yeah. and doing fine, right? Like uh, he's 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 good on the wing for for certain systems and certain styles yeah. of play. So
1: but I'd I'd see him probably in Bundesliga too. I think. Yeah, I was kind of I kind of had the mind. uh
0: uh yeah, I guess I could see that, or or like maybe one of the the French teams or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one of like the the ones try like at the the bottom of the the um yeah, but we're probably gonna end up losing Stever. Yeah. And I think that's probably for the best, and we obviously would wish him the
1: best and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. I can't think of anyone else would realistically we would lose at the moment. Because we don't have the biggest of rosters, let's put it that way. Um, I don't think we could really afford to lose anyone else, but with a, a couple of nice additions, so Assad and maybe he's one other striker, I think that would do us nicely for the second half of the season.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. But yeah, so we covered a lot of stuff. Um, we have, the only. We? Yeah, the only other thing is we did see that Wayne Rooney got picked to be the starting eleven of the All Star team. Yep, and so. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I think you know a lot of people are like, oh, we don't want our players playing and that. And I'm like, oh, it should be fine. It's not usually one of the, like they're not going to be hopefully, you know, trying to hurt our people, right?
1: Like so. Yeah, and it's it's a friendly game at the end of the day, so exactly, it should be good-natured. Uh, it's July 31st, if I remember rightly.
0: Uh, I don't remember the date. The only thing that I know is that it had they have those god-awful purple uniforms and I did did not like that.
1: that. Was it yourself who tweeted about it being in black and white?
0: Yeah, I put it in black and white. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, I can't see this purple.
1: I did not like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the game is, I've just uh, got it up. It is on the 31st of July. So that sits right in between our game against Chicago Fire and uh, Philadelphia Union. Literally bangs, smack bang in the middle of those two games. So uh, I could see him being rested for one of those games. for. um, possibly start on the bench against Philadelphia Union if that's the case depending on how much time he plays against Atletico Madrid but we still we, we shall see let's we'll see yeah, what happens on that.
0: I mean uh yeah usually uh the uh, that stadium has a decent like atmosphere and everything so yeah um, I mean it's always yeah.
1: nice to see these types of games um because it, it's good to see who people think are the best in the league and I I'm surprised we don't see more LAFC players in the league in that team because there's only two of them you've got Walter uh, Walker Zimmerman in defense and then you've got Carlos Vela up top and no other LAFC players which I'm very very surprised by
0: yeah I mean it's fan vote so I mean Atlanta has I mean Pity Martinez
1: made it and I'm not sure yeah Um, I don't know how that's happened because he's he's had a good couple of games recently but that's about it so we got We've got Guzan and Gold somehow. Don't know how the heck how the heck yeah, that no. how that's happened. Then you've got another Atlanta player, Perez, in the back uh, alongside Zimmerman and Graham Zusi of Spawn, Kansas. Uh, to be honest, at times I've seen him, he's played well. Just don't know whether he's one of the best centre backs in in MLS. Though, would you put him up there? Uh, no. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and but... then you've got. Barco, Dos Santos, Pitti Martinez, and uh, Nani, which I'm not surprised he's there. Um, I think it would be a bit of a bit of a shame if the captain of Orlando wasn't playing in the MLS All-Star game at Orlando. Uh, it's, a, it's a great attack, I have to admit. I would love to see a few goals from uh, the All-Star team.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want to see how this goes. I mean, I... I don't know, there's a lot of attacking players and not much defense here, so we'll see. It should be a good mm. game, and yeah, we'll probably talk about it at some point. So Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Cool, I mean, we covered a lot of stuff. Um, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? Um, whew, I don't
1: think so. We've, we've, we've racked up, what was it, 100 minutes? Off a lot, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a hell of uh, that's, If you're still listening at this point, fair play, well done, I would say. That's it's a good it's been it's been a great chat so far uh, in this podcast i want to say this has been the best one so far
0: yeah this has been great it's uh it's a long one um if you're still listening definitely tweet uh tweet uh bring back a so yeah yeah cool yeah. i think uh that's it you want to tell the listeners how to uh, follow you and
1: find your stuff yeah and obviously if you're if you've made it this far feel free to tweet Tweet myself as well, uh, at DC United Kingdom. Uh, drop us a follow. And we're on Facebook, at uh, DC United Kingdom FC. Instagram is the same. We also have a website, which is dcnightkingdom.com. And, yeah, that's that's about it. So, yeah, drop us a tweet and uh, let me know if you're listening. And also, I've got my podcast as well. So, if you want to join in on that, search, a, search DC United Kingdom podcast on your favorite app uh, that you listen to podcasts on. And use the hashtag, bring back asad Absolutely.
0: Uh, And yeah, if you're still listening, thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Great. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Peace.